Welcome to the No Bad Dudes League podcast. It's the week of the draft. We are Woo! we're literally about 72 hours away. Um and you know, I'm doing mock drafts, but I haven't gone in and um I use the Fantasy Pro thing where it syncs up. I haven't moved the key players that I want to move. Um I kind of know who I want to target in most rounds, but I just do want to um move guys around cuz like Last year, I don't know what happened with everybody, but I got Ken Walker super late, uh, a second round running back. Um, but yeah, I think that's important to always just move guys into those tiers, and so it's obvious when it comes along. Um, and uh, I'm here with Henry. Hey guys, what's going on? Love draft week, my favorite favorite week of the season. There's nothing better than a fantasy draft, really. Like you're never feeling higher. Or, like, better about your team. Like, as bad as you might draft, you're coming out of it like, ah, like, you're always like, all right, this is like a 12 and 2 team. You're looking at your schedule. You know, I, I can poke fun at Ray right now because he's not here. You know, you see Ray Donovan on your schedule and you're like, oh, there's a win. You know, you see a couple other guys on your schedule, like, oh, I, I think I can beat them. So, and then the season starts and you start 0 and 2 and you're like, oh, man, oh, where did I go wrong? But the, it, it's the best time of the year. And I, I actually, I was telling him right before we started, I had my first draft last night. Uh, super pumped, super excited about that team. Other people might not be, but you know, it, draft who you want. That, that's what I'm saying. You know, like just go out there, draft who you want. You've done your research, and have fun. Yeah, hope springs eternal. Like you should be, you should be excited. And I think, you know, no matter what position you are in, if you're a team with less draft capital, like somebody like Mike, who's knowledgeable. You know, he can play a nice halfway game of, like, being more risky. Like, there is, like, this freedom of, like, less draft capital. You know, you could take bigger risks. Like, he could be more aggressive with rookies and then, like, well, if they don't work out, I'll go do this. Or, you know, veterans maybe on the last year of their career, like, you know, you take a Keenan Allen or whatever, and then you can trade him for a decent haul at the end of the season. Um, yeah, the draft is awesome. Um, we are Ray was supposed to be here we haven't heard from him uh, maybe he'll pop in we have a special role for him if he shows up uh, we are going to mock uh, we are not going to spend too much time on anything we're just going to run through uh, we'll go over that later um, Henry pops in um, but Henry what, what what's on your mind as we are in draft week so, yeah, like I was saying, I, uh, I had my first fantasy draft last night. It's my home league. It's the league I've been a part of uh, probably the longest. Um, it's it's a league that has its ups and downs, I think. It, it's very active at some times. And then at other points, it's not very active. You need people to really, like, be involved. There's been some new blood that's been inserted into the league to try and, you know, bring it back to what it was. But it, it, it's always going to be a league that I'm going to be a part of because it's the longest running league that I have, but it's amazing to me how things have changed over the years before it was like, hi guys. Uh, Ray is here. Oh, Ray's here. Ray, like, Ray, we only started like five minutes ago. This is great. I love Wait, it. what? We only started like five minutes ago. We were waiting for you for forever. So, yo, so <laughs> here's the thing. So I'm, I'm in Canada and Poppy say hi to the guys. Are you on BST? Say hi. Hi. Say hi, Henry. Hi, hi Eamon. Hi, Henry. Hi, Eamon. Hi, thank you. 
She said hangry and Emin. <laughs> That's your name. Emin? It's Emin now. That's it. That's it. That. Um uh so yeah, so we were feel I was showing her, she was like, let's play baseball. Cause we're watching the Yankees. Um because I, my MLB TV is great. Did, we didn't we're not recording, are we? Yeah. We are. Oh okay, snap, sorry. My, no, go ahead. My, my, That's my, great. My bad. my bad. Hold on. So basically we were this is what's on my mind. So uh, we were, she was like, I want to play baseball. Can we play baseball? And so I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, you know. And so I'm like, let's show her what can I do that's easy in the house. So we start fielding ground balls, right? So I'm like, hey, go down with both hands. We don't have a glove. Like, go down with both hands. And I'm like, okay, so now pick it up and throw it in quick. Like, you know, throw it back into the infield. So she gets it like this. And she's throwing right hand. She's throwing left hand. She's darts at me, right? Darts at me. I'm like shortstopping it, right? And then she sits down and I'm like, look, that's what we just did. So obviously there's a bunch of ground balls and she's like, wow. And she's like, that's baseball. And I'm like, that's baseball. And that was awesome. I totally forgot that we were starting and doing it today though. My bad. I was like, oh snap. I was like, I was like, we're starting what? Sorry. I'm all, I'm all over the place. Henry, your hair looks great. Um, I did it for you. I mean, hang, hangry and uh, Emin. <laughs> Emin, you look great too. Thank you. Henry, do you want also to finish that- what was on your mind before you got uh, bombed? <laughs> before, Ray, before Ray just like Pearl Harbor. My, my bad. My bad, dog. No, Ray, that might be the best entrance in podcast history for no bad dude. It's like, just like, hey guys, what's up? And love it. Love it. That, that's how Ray comes on to the pre-pod meeting. That's like five minutes long usually. By the way, it's usually me and Eamon just sitting there, you know, talking about football and Ray just jumps in and oh, behind the scenes stuff. But yeah, my home, uh, my home football league drafted. Something that's always going to be there for me, no matter where the league's going. Um, I feel like this year it might be getting back to what it was. Like people were definitely more involved in the draft yesterday. Um, we usually draft closer to when the season starts, but this year I pushed to have an earlier draft. A, because I do think it benefits me, being the preparer that I am. Like I was able to get a couple guys that I wanted, but also like as it gets close to draft time, like everybody's drafting right before the season starts and everyone's trying to squeeze in. And there's been years where I'm just like double drafting at night sometimes. And I know not everybody has seven leagues that they draft, but um, yeah, for me, it was just, it was a lot of fun to get that first draft out of the way. I'm, I'm super pumped. Can't wait for Friday night. Uh, I'm going to go to my brother's probably. We're going to hang out, you know, drink some beers, get some Italian food and uh, join the party. And Joey won't be the man in the chair behind you all this year. You'll actually get to see him. So, yeah, Super uh, yeah. I am also. I'm gonna go play golf with my brother Brian as long as the weather holds up. Um, and then draft from his. Uh, he's got an apartment on his farm. Uh, I'm guessing that's where we'll draft. Um, just because we don't want to wake up his kids as we're yelling. Um, but I am, I am like looking forward to the season and now being like a new father. I'm just genuinely excited in like 10 years from now, like doing a draft with my son and like seeing them get excited. And, like, I don't have anything deeper than that. Like I just, yo, I, th- I, Emin, I think that I think, was but, literally on my mind today. What you saying, I was like, like, I feel like our league, you hear about people who have 64 team leagues and 
20 team leagues or whatever, like a long time. And I'm like, all of us in the league, like all the, all the dudes in the league have kids. Our kids will probably want to grow up and get into the league. And we're going to be in the league still, Henry, whether he decides to or not, or whatever, like regard, or like your brother might end up being like, Hey, you know what? I want to get into the league. And I would do a 14 team league if your brother wanted to join in like ever or whatever. Like, I, I think that's like, cool. That's a real, that's a real dope thought. And then that was really on my mind, uh, today too like our our babies being in the league too she's she's loves putting chapstick on me so my bad yeah i uh I, you know and it, it is whatever like i hope it's football because like it's easier for me but i i also look at like some like fathers like my brother's really learning about lacrosse because his son and his daughter are into it but like i've known mike for a long time and because his son really got into NASCAR when he was really young, he woke up one day and took him to like a, a NASCAR race in Pennsylvania. And like, you know, I just, I'm excited for all that bonding stuff. I love this stuff. I constantly tell people, you know, the value of being invested in something you don't control the outcome of. Like if you can understand what the purpose of that is. And like, honestly, that's kind of, I was also thinking about this is like one of the reasons I fell off on baseball and uh, some of the other sports is like, you know, Facebook's weird because like it, it gives you weird feeds. And like one of my f- high school friends like did a phoning call to WFN like two weeks, two or three weeks ago, and he like shared it. But now I get all of these like FAN posts, and like it's like it's all like how everybody hates Giancarlo Stanton and all this stuff, and I'm like. Like I just that part of sports where it's like hate and anger, like I never liked that, and I don't. I, I, I know I get it. I, get, I I understand. I I like, like I don't. I, I mean, obviously, like I was raised the right way, so I would never do that. But like John Carlos Stanton is extremely annoying. He just he, he he looks like he doesn't care, and he also like doesn't change his his batting stance has gotten worse. Um, he he doesn't swing at pitches that he's supposed to swing at. He swings at the ones he's not supposed to swing at. It's just I don't like I don't I don't get it I, I don't understand I don't get his whole get up like he's built like a god he's super handsome and he's super rich but like come on dog like you got to do better you got to uh, act like you care he has the, I like I like the whole same face and like oh whether I'm doing good or doing bad but nah man you got to give me a, a a slam bat or something and the Yankees are down two one so as I as as, as I this will be a fun uh, I hate them I literally have oh I have a special what. Before you came on, Ray, we said we have a special thing for you when we do our mock. Can you say I hate so the glad. Yankees? Um, can you say I don't like the Yankees? Can I finish I my like thought? <laughs> she had something to say. My thought? Uh, I do believe because I was talking to somebody who, you know, they don't know how they feel about everything and like they wanted to get into the Women's World Cup. And I'm like, it is so valuable, I think, to be invested in stuff you don't have the outcome, control the outcome. Because like, it's not stress on you. You don't cause this, and you can have a general excitement. And I just, yeah, I think there's a lot of value in life for that. So, um, yeah, on. if it wasn't at if it wasn't at three a.m., I would have watched every game. But such is life. Uh, yeah. So moving on, let's uh, quickly do some NFL news, mostly injury stuff, and then we'll do Jonathan Taylor, and then we'll go into the mock. Um, Ooh, Jonathan Taylor on the Dolphins, right? We'll, we'll get to Jonathan Taylor when we get to Jonathan Taylor. Right, I can hear I can hear Michael K in my in my headphones. By the way, is it? Um, oh, can you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> but sorry, sorry, y'all. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, yo, is it time for the Jets minute or? 
Well, all right. So here, here I thought about this. Here's the rule. It will be a grand total of four minutes. Right now, you guys can the next until the season starts. The three minutes can be yours, and I get one minute rebuttal, and that's it. And you can't come back after that. In the season, whenever the Jets win, you guys can have three minutes, and I get one minute rebuttal. Whenever the Jets lose, I get three minutes, and you have one minute rebuttal. Ooh. So we're going to be talking for like 17 weeks straight because. Sure. Yep. The January doodle. You it, know, that, it, you know that's the case. It, it's funny because it's funny I have more to say when they lose than when they win. When they win, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. It's Jets. I don't know, man. We won the offseason. I'm not used to them winning. So We won the offseason, uh, so we pretty much won. Also, too, just goes to show you, when a New York team is popping, when a New York team is popping, everything is better. The NFL is better. The pod is better. I'm better. Henry's better. Eamon's better because he gets the hate. New York okay. Jets make everything better. Also, I, I I bet you Mel would have some bars as to why she hates she hates Aaron Rodgers too. All right, injuries. There's two. There's two. I think relatively big injuries that came up the last couple of days. Um, first rookie Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, he has a. Uh, Fracture in his wrist. Um, it is supposedly about a four-week recovery, maybe slightly sooner. He technically might be ready week one, but me and Henry were talking. We have a guy we watch on YouTube, Dr. Jerry, uh, Jesse Morrison or Morris or whatever. And what he said in his uh, like short YouTube video today was like, uh, you know, it's a four to six week injury. I, and it's like, it's not like he's going to be 100% when it comes back. So you're looking like for him to not be great the first four weeks. Um, I don't know if that affects how you guys draft. I think teams that have a lot of draft capital early, that's a great target when somebody like me who I need a starter, I can't take him in the eighth round and like not be able to play him until the, you know, there. So like there's teams who are, should target him in the ninth round and 10th round. Absolutely. If you have a lot of draft capital, like, Seventh, eighth round, jump on it. We saw what happened with Alave last year. Um, even though like Drake London didn't really pan out, like there's still room for him to grow. Uh, there's the trail on Burks where there's still room for him to grow and stuff like that. So like you might wind up with one of those guys, but it could be Alave. And if you wind up with Alave, it it was all worth it. And what do you have to lose? You're you're, you're drafting the bottom of your bench at that point if you have a bunch of uh, draft capital. Is he is he on IR right now? Like, is he not uh, not on IR? But like, is he? Can you put him in your IR slot right now? I, th- I you're going to be able to. I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be out week one. I, I can't see him suiting up week one. So you'll you'll get a free ad week one for sure. Yeah, I just think like if he if somebody could add him like like uh, put him in the IR after the draft and then pick up somebody Saturday morning. That's like especially a valuable. Um situation it's unclear it doesn't are, seem like are we going to actually be able to do that this year or are we going to have to wait a week to pick up players what do you mean no no we're talking about saturday before the season starts right we're not talking about like the next day right after the draft Boo. 
No, we're, we're talking. We're talking about like Saturday morning. You throw him on, or, or you throw him on uh, IR Thursday night or whatever when he's ruled out for week one, and then Saturday or Sunday morning when waivers opens up, you you free add like uh, a speculation like Deion Jackson's available, you know. So like you add him because there's nobody else in the Colts running backs and stuff like that. Well, I have a question. Why do we do that? Do what? Why do we do? Why can't? Why are waivers just not unlocked? Um, we added it because, um, I'm just, I'm just asking, I'm on, just asking. I'm, on, I'm on the East coast. So like when the eight o'clock comes out that Zach Wilson has mono and I add Joe Flacco or whoever, like someone who's playing on the West coast doesn't get through because it's still technically their sleeping time, which I agree with, even though it benefits me. Like, it, yeah, like we, they should be locked unless it's a day game, unless it's game day where we need to make moves because, you know. Late scratches happen and stuff like that. If you want me to just ravage waivers all the time, I'm for it, right? Like, let me know. But well, what, what about the people that want to make 45 moves in like <laughs> an hour? You can you can like, do that on Sunday's morning. This Sunday this morning. this this league is not good for my Thursday, anxiety Thursday, coping. I need to make. I need to do stuff. Thursday, I need to Thursday, do stuff. Thursday at 12 o'clock Eastern time, waivers opens up, and you can you can drop a. Miami defense all you want. You can bid. Like, you can bid on 45 players and see who you get. Um, the other the other significant injury, um, I'm willing to let Henry lead this because I, I didn't do too much research on this because I'm, as you could tell when we were doing the pod last week, I'm not a big Terry. I'm not, I'm not after Terry McLaurin, um, but I, I do have thoughts about what this does affect, depending on what his uh, – Statuses. So, Henry, what what's Terry McLaurin's status? So, first of all, my first fantasy draft last night of the season, I did draft Terry McLaurin. He was my guy. I did draft him. I'm not sitting here telling you guys to draft people that I'm not going to draft myself. Um, second of all, he was playing a football game in preseason in this late in the second half for some reason. Ron Rivera like wanted to end the Baltimore Ravens winning streak in the preseason for some reason because that matters. Wild beyond belief. Uh, he has turf toe. It looks like they're still trying to see what grade of turf toe it is because it could be a, a grade one, which isn't as bad, or a grade three, which would be kind of significant. Um, it looks like it's on the less severe side right now. Uh, grade one would be three to four weeks injury, putting week one a little bit in question. And if he does play, how good is he going to be? Fantasy outlook, Jahan Dotson, your boy, Ray, might jump from like this, you know, like, mid-round, sixth to eighth round, depending on where you want him, he might become like a week one week one player that he's going to be the wide receiver one with uh, Sam Howell over Listen there. Listen to me. Listen and, to uh, me. Johan Dotson in preseason. Yeah, I know you saw that game. I know you saw the line. Now, I trust everyone that you guys earlier, you're like, oh, we don't know about Sam Howell. Listen, I trust in Eric the enemy. Granted, Black man can't get a head coaching job, whatever. But again, you never know. He could just not be a, he could just not be a leader of men, whatever. If, if, he, of, was, if he was such an offensive genius, why does he have a starting offense in a game through the second call. half? Not his call, but um, uh, I digress. He is an assistant coach and probably an assistant coach for a reason, whatever. But I do trust the way he put a young, another quarterback. I think you guys might know him, Patrick Mahomes. 
in position to uh, win, be great in his first year, and then in his second year, won a championship. So, yeah, and take Brady down to the wire in the playoffs. So, just saying, right. Sam Howell, Johan Dotson is looking real uh, Tyreek Hill and, uh, and uh, Patrick Mahomes, just saying. Anyway, right, let's, it's, let's it's not, not it's not affecting it's not affecting where I'm taking McLaurin. I, I still have him pegged where I have him. Uh, he's going to be a, a year long threat for me to you know put up the numbers that he's always put up. But Jahan Dotson, if you're looking to win week one or two, you don't have a pick in the first couple of rounds. He might be that week one guy that goes off for you know 15 points instead of the seven or eight. So um, this was something the footballers. Uh, talked about like they, they do it year end show 10 things I want to remember next year. And it's one of the more common ones they bring up every year is that don't buy the injury dip. The reality is when players get injured and their draft capital goes down, they almost never, they ne- almost never out deliver their draft ADP at that point. So, you know, maybe he's fine, but like you're not going to want, in my opinion, you're probably not going to want Terry McLaurin the first half of the season. Maybe he's somebody you sneak in. Like, this is usually a typical Henry trade, like, towards the end of the thing where he picks up Antonio Gibson when Antonio Gibson should probably be cut, but then he becomes, like, RB8 for the rest of the year. Um, so if you draft Terry McLaurin, just hit up Henry in, in November. I think uh, I could see that type of situation, but I love, I, I love I the like trade fourth guys. round picks. I love the trade fourth round picks. So I personally would draft uh Dotson ahead of McLaurin um, at this point. Cause I do, I just think Dotson a little bit like OBJ, like, cause we, pre- we prototypically think like the wide receivers score touchdown are big guys, but I don't know if that's really the case. I think Dotson to a much, much lesser degree is a little bit like, Odell Beckham Jr. where he's like creative and he has the ability to do stuff in the red zone. So I do think, especially now, if he is the true number one, Dotson has really high upside um, this year. Um, I don't, I don't want to be tied to Sam Howell because I, this is also one of my analogies. I think Sam Howell is going to be this year's Gardner Minshew. It's going to take the commanders to a one in 16 record. And everybody's like, no, he's playing good, but they're one in sixteen. Like the whole idea that Gardner Minshew was a good quarterback, but he led the Jaguars to one in fifteen, and everybody's like, "That's not how that works." He, he was gonna, he he was going to usurp your your keeper quarterback, wasn't he? Who Jalen Hurts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> that was that was honestly when they made that move. That's what I was like. Oh wait, I think I'm okay. <laughs> I think I should go get Jalen Hurts. Um, all right. I'm going to take over this because this is a media critique, and then I'll let you two go. But let me let me have the floor for a minute. Um, I am super frustrated by how stupid the Jonathan Taylor conversation is after last night. I honestly believe the Colts have finally done the right fucking thing because what they have done – because basically as a team organization, you can do one of two things if you're going to trade a player. You can say we're accepting offers for our player, which means that the player can't talk to any teams. But if you tell the agent and the player they can seek a trade, those guys can now meet with teams on the record and get your contract hammered out, like A.J. Brown the night of the draft. A.J. Brown was traded the night of the draft. 
when nobody knew what was going to happen, and he had a contract with Philly that night. That night. So if Jonathan Taylor gets traded, he will have a contract the moment he signs. Now, it'll probably be not like a lot of money this year, but it will have guarantees for at least a couple of years. Um, and I think they purposely leaked out the whole first round thing, knowing that they're probably not going to get that much. And it's one of those things that like, you know, in two weeks, if Jonathan Taylor is like before the season starts, like, Hey, I met with the bears. I talked to them. We have a deal in place. The, the Colts are just demanding too much in trade capital. You would blow up the Colts and they would fold right away. So I think the Colts do want to move on from Jonathan Taylor. I think Jonathan Taylor will probably find a new team. I don't think it's the Dolphins because they don't have the salary cap to do it. Um, I think it's it's the Bears is the most likely. Um, weirdly, I'm kind of uncomfortable with this, but I feel like there's a small chance it might be Seattle and like Ken Walker goes to the Colts because that's like stupid Jim Ursay stuff. Um, but like all these people are like, oh, the Colts won't trade him unless they get a first round pick. It's like, what are you talking about? People always leak this stuff. The Packers wanted three first rounds for Aaron Rodgers this year. They didn't even get a real first round this one, like because they had to get like a, a give a second round back, right, or something. What a like, steal! Uh, so that's my, my talk about good organization. Um, uh, it also is like one of those things where it just shows the chaos of the Colts and why, like, I don't really want any players now. If Jonathan Taylor is traded, there's literally only two that would probably be drafted in our league, and I'm probably. Right, listen, Anthony Richards' upside is, is nothing to – so I can't say I'm out on him, but I, I'm not going to look at Michael Pittman. I'll look at other players that I deem are in less chaotic organizations. But have at it. Talk about Jonathan Taylor. So I, I've been thinking about Jonathan Taylor and where he could wind up a lot. And I've been thinking about the team that could honestly use him the most for where they want to go. And if Jonathan Taylor – just cares about getting paid and not caring about winning. And you brought this up with the Cam Walker trade, like the Houston Texans, the Houston Texans can pay Jonathan Taylor. He can be, he can be the guy that like the offense leans on while they bring up their young up and coming quarterback. They don't need to rush him into throwing the ball to uh, Robert Woods and, and Nico Collins. You know, they can run the offense through Jonathan Taylor and he can get paid and he can, be the RB1 and stuff there. They're not going to win. But to me, like, that makes the most sense because like, I, I don't see where the Bears – while the Bears make the most sense, I don't see where they're going to need to pay a running back when they already have uh, Justin Fields and they've spent draft capital on Roshan Johnson and they've spent uh, money to bring in Donta Foreman and, and they still have Khalil Herbert. Like, it just it just looks like their their mindset is set in that way to me. And like well, they, they have the really, lowest salary really... cap right now. They have the lowest salary right now of any team. Like they they're gonna need to spend money this year. Like I, the the rumor is that they might like extend players this year to get above what they get to the floor. To. Yeah, but but it, it looks like they just they have their mentality of this is how we want to build this team and and they have a plan and the Bears might not be this mess that we thought they were in the past. Whereas the Texans are still a mess to me, but you bring in that that lead running back that you can like build that offense around and you know grow your quarterback through. So the Texans just became a dark horse team to me, and it only came to me last night when I was thinking about like really like where can he go? Because like like you said, it, it can't be the Dolphins. They're not going to be able to pay him. 
um, you know, like the Patriots are always a dark horse team, but now they brought in Ezekiel Elliott, who's going to score 20 touchdowns this year, being LeGarrette Blount. Um, it, it just they're running out of teams to negotiate with, and the Texans are one of those teams where they might be able to afford offering a package close to a first, but not trade the first because they're definitely not trading a first round pick for Jonathan Taylor. I mean, an in division trade where you see Jonathan Taylor once a year in your stadium is not ideal, but um, yeah, no, that that's the type of team it's going to be one of those teams where it's like they're not very good, but you're trying to. Just win enough games. Arizona, maybe you know, like maybe maybe they want to take some stuff off of Kyler Murray when he comes back, so they yeah. they run a, a Connor Taylor type of situation there. But yeah, I don't, I I don't think it's going to be the Bears. I don't think it's going to be anything like the Vikings. Kind of makes sense a little bit because they only have Madison. But again, it looks like they're trying to run the offense through Cousins, adding uh, adding Addison and having Jefferson and adding Hawkinson and stuff like that. So I don't see a real rushing threat there either i think the vikings and the falcons are the two teams most likely at the end of this year to trade for one of the two quarterbacks either kyler or trey lance and if they're trading for kyler they'll want to keep open that space but uh, you know um and then because they're also gonna have to pay Justin Jefferson. but yeah no i i think it's i don't think there's a lot of teams i mean that's also the that's gonna be the hard thing jonathan taylor has to face is that like there's not that many things. Like part of the reason why Christian McCaffrey got paid was because nobody was showing up to Carolina Panthers games. Like they needed the face of the franchise. Um, you know the the Bears don't need a face of the franchise. No matter how bad they are, people show up. It's one of those teams. I don't know. Uh, Ray, you want to talk about them going to the Dolphins? I'm guessing. Maybe go to Dolphins. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it would be a... I think it would be I think it would be a perfect fit um actually um in the scheme of things. I mean granted, they never had like a a number one running back like that. I mean, but dudes like Alfred Morris and um there's a plethora of other guys, Eli Mitchell, like I mean he's good, but I mean, there's been a bunch of people that ate in this scheme, but never really like a, a dude like that. Um, that has eight in this scheme. I think it would be awesome. I think, uh, again, I, obviously the Dolphins like have a lot of people that they have to pay. They got to pay Waddle um, next year. I mean, he's just one of the people that they have to pay. They got to pay a bunch of dudes in defense. So, um, I mean, as much as I would love for it to happen, I don't think it will. But I think Jonathan Taylor would love the sunshine in Miami and the especially the scheme in Miami because he – and I think also, too, selfishly i want him to go to miami for tua like because he's a good run blocker not he doesn't just do the the, the running and the catching or whatever he's, it'll be a great safety valve it'll be another piece to to probably was probably what's going to be the best offense in the league this year so um it'd be nice but i don't think it's going to happen ray ray sliding in that probably going to be the best offense in the, in the league uh, a bit just slid it right in there um, listen man when you got when you got waddle and tyreek hill both getting 100 catches last year, like, come on. Like, like it's kind of hard. Like, they're only going to get better. And, and two, two, two is playing more games now, and he learned, he knows how to fall now. So we're good. Um, Just quick public service announcement. Anybody – well, I mean, everybody does it. But don't listen to any of the fantasy analysts who are pretending like Jonathan Taylor could go to the Chiefs or he could go to the Bills. 
he's not going someplace that isn't going to give him a contract. Like, that's what this is about. And those teams are not in the salary cap position to do it, and they're not interested in doing that stuff. It's going to be a lesser team. But I do. Why think would if, any running back go to the Bills? He's not. They're not going to get the ball because Josh Allen wants to do everything. I let me just hold on. Uh, I think if Jonathan Taylor does get traded to the Bears specifically before Friday, I would look at at him at like one hundred eight or whatever I have. Um, I don't know if I would take him. There's other players like that, but that's the type of thing. If it happens before the day of the draft, um, that like. If it's clear and it's open, you know, even the Texans, I'd be a little bit nervous because then I think they might still try to keep Pierce involved. That's, you know, I don't know how many like empty backfields there are. And I, I just don't believe Killer Herbert's a threat to Jonathan Taylor anyway. Okay. Let's do, uh, we're going to do a mock draft of the first five rounds or until, uh, my baby's screaming and I have to go take care of him because it's my turn. Uh, we're gonna do it little little fun way. Uh, me and Henry will be doing the picks. We only will have a minute. Um, I will set up my stopwatch. Uh, we won't pick our own picks because we don't want to tip our hand. Um, because we're especially now like I don't wanna, I don't wanna pretend that like I'm lying to anybody. Um, so, um, since I have and then. What we're going to do after each pick, Ray will have 15 seconds to say whatever he wants about us, the manager, the pick, the player. Um, but there are restrictions. Ray gets to only hit his, uh, his, uh, what, what would we call those? Uh, his catchphrase attacks on Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Mike McDaniels being black. He only gets to do that three times, three times total. Um, and it will be timed, and he has he has a shot clock, and we will have a buzzer for him. And then once the buzzer goes, he has to he has to, we have to move on. All right, are we ready? I'm ready. All right. Well, Let's, SpongeBob says. So I have the second pick, so I'll go first here, and I'll pick for Willie. This is like so hard, and it's so stressful on me. Um, I'm gonna go with. I don't like this, but because it's going to be hard for me. I think Willie takes Cooper Cup because he's a homer. No, he's not. He's going to take CMC. Uh, I didn't hear you. Uh, I think Willie will take Christian McCaffrey between the Miles Sanders groin injury. Um, and just because like between now and day one, he could probably get a better package of picks for Christian McCaffrey versus Cooper Cup because I think I think I don't think he'll take Travis Kelsey. Uh, I know he doesn't want to be at the one on one because he said that publicly, and I think he's been trying to trade it, but nobody's really bit. Um, but I think he could trade McCaffrey after the draft for more than Cooper Cup if he feels like he wants to stick with it. It's probably Cooper Cup, but I think Chris McCaffrey is the one on one, and we'll be going first. Henry, I don't know how you'll get inside my brain on what pick I'll take at one or two, but what do you think? I'll, oh wait, oh, I'm sorry. I messed up our order. Ready? You ready? Go. Um, I think uh, anyone still picking Christian McCaffrey in the first round um, is absolutely insane. Um, if you want constant nagging hand and hamstring injuries all week, it'll be, it'll be terrible. 
time. Now we're moving on to pick 102. Henry, who am I taking at 102? Travis Kelsey. We don't need to talk about it. Okay. Uh, for, for the record, I think Willie should go Travis Kelsey with his keepers, but Travis Kelsey is going in the first two picks, so he's not going past that. We can move on. Ray? Um, I think Travis Kelsey, um, people think it's going to run out, but I also think it's like... You got another five seconds. I think that Travis Kelsey is a great pick. The magic will not run out. Okay. Next is our first new manager, so we don't really have any insights on what he will do. Uh, He's Adam, and he's keeping... Patrick Mahomes, uh, Geno Smith, um, and uh, who did he get? He got a running back. He got Ramondre. Um, I feel knowing what he's been like so far, I think Cooper Cup is probably his pick here. Uh, Cooper Cup again has never in the last two years he is the most points per game wide receiver. Um, I think it's it's a good solid pick. It's a little risky, but you're you're going for ceiling. And he has, like, Ramonde might fall off a little bit, like, not top five guy, but Patrick Mahomes, Cooper Cup, Gina Smith, that's that's a good way to start early in the draft. Now, Ray, why don't you hit it? We'll start over. Ray has stepped away. Who was the um, Yeah. Ray, Ray pick, uh, Adam picked uh, Cooper Cup. You want to say hi to Eamon and, and Henry? Uh, hey. You got to give me an extra 15 seconds. Okay. All right, ready? Yes. Yes, that's it. Um, I think anyone who's going to pick – I think Cooper – I think the Rams are actually going to be way better than people expect them um, with Cam Akers – Cam Akers um, coming back, um, and Cooper Cup is coming back to help. I think All right, Henry, we're now up to Brian with the first of two picks. Where does he go? So uh, I've been mocking this myself, me and my brother. We're up to like mock four and a half or whatever, because for whatever reason we forgot that the player we're about to select is in the draft. Uh, well, no, we forgot that Cooper Cup was available to draft. But I think your brother should go uh, one Bijan Robinson here. Um, I'm saying this as I open up my sheet because your brother is keeping Geno Smith, uh, Garrett Wilson, and Jared Goff. So he already has two QBs. He has a stud wide receiver. I, I, I would take the most upside running back you can get that's left after CMC in this draft, I think. You said Brian's keeping Geno Smith. You mean Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So he has two wide receivers. Yeah, I, I, you know, I know. I, at the end of the round, we'll go over this. But yeah, I think the board is falling in his favor if this is it, and he's got his choice of running backs. All right, now we're on to uh, Laurent. Who? Oh, I didn't put in here. Laurent's Laurent keeping has Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Wait, 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 wait. Can I tell you how bad I think a pick of B. John Robinson is? Oh yes, oh, please right. tell yeah, me. Sorry, hold on. Well, you can start talking. I'll, I'll play it. All right. Um, yeah, I just I'm not buying all the hype. I'm not buying all the rookie running back hype on the Atlanta Falcons. When I mean, yeah, they have a good receiver coming back, but the quarterback Desmond Ritter, 
doesn't look great. And the same coach is there who wants to win every game six to three. So, no, I don't see So Ray Ray is just sour from missing on Kyle Pitts his rookie season. That's why he doesn't like Falcons rookies. All right, so. I don't like that. He's sometimes when you're in a situation that's so bad, it makes you play worse than you actually are. It's like kind of like you got to think about the psyche of these players too. Like Kyle Pitts has been great his whole life, and then he goes to Atlanta where they're like, "Oh no, we're not going to throw you the ball. We're going to let uh, Cordell Patterson get a bunch of handoffs." That's so stupid. All right, uh, we're moving on to Bryce. He made the bold choice of keeping DeAndre Swift in the second round, also keeping J.K. Dobbins, and I forget who the other running back. Nick was. Chubb. Terrible. Nick Chubb. Um, Nick Chubb was a great pick, but those other two, he got to miss me with that. So him going heavy on running backs is, is a position where now he can't pick a running back because it doesn't make sense. And I don't think he's prepped for a super flex league. So I think this is where Stefan Diggs goes. I agree. Um, I mean, might, I think it would, he might I, go Lawrence, but I just think Stefan Diggs is the best available wide receiver by a pretty decent margin. Uh, Cause everybody else has questions. I don't think there's any questions what Stefan Diggs will do. He'll be a top five wide receiver. Um, and I don't think he'll take Trevor Lawrence and there's no tight end that value. So, how about it, Ray? Um, I think this would be a fantastic pick if Josh Allen and the Bills didn't piss him off. I think it's going to be regression, and I think it's going to be tension. I think the Bills missed the playoffs. Um, the Jets and Dolphins first playoffs. Um, this is not going to be a great year for the Bills. All right. Um, so I just made that pick. Henry, you can do this one and mine after, and then I'll do the next couple or something like that. So Brian, Brian currently has two wide receivers. Uh, he has Bijan and he has Jared Goff. Where does he turn here? I'm I'm going Trevor Lawrence. I think Goff's a good keeper to have. He's not that number one QB that you want to have in this league. And to walk out of the first round having two uh, wide receivers, a, a high upside running back that's a first round pick in redraft leagues, Trevor Lawrence and Jared Goff. I I think your brother would be. He come out of this first round like ecstatic with Trevor Lawrence here. Ray? I I think if your brother manages to listen to you and take that advice, cool, but since he always manages to botch his first picks, yeah. I see him not doing that. Two, one. What have you done? Alright, Henry, why don't you do me since I'm the next up? All right, so at this point, I mean, right now in my most latest mock, I have you actually taking Devontae Adams. Uh, you could use a wide receiver here. Uh, it, it's not sexy with Jimmy Garoppolo and what the Raiders are doing, but we always know there's value behind Adams, and he can always be traded before the trade deadline for other parts for people that are wide receiver needy. And uh, I think Adams would be a, a great pick for you here. Um I think automatically, um, if you're a wide receiver and you play with that god of a man, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's so damn handsome. You can't help but love the pick because you get to watch the Raiders all the time. I, I do love think. The pick. I do think at this point, Barkley is also a solid. Is that the pick, or is 
No, no, it's Adams. Yeah, it's Adams. Okay. I'm just throwing out that Barkley would be a good pick here. So. Okay, so now um, let me just double check. So I am picking for you, Henry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can I, have uh, Willie as well. Huh? I, uh, I, I can't see. Ooh, this is tough. Um, I know you're going running back here. And I just, I think Barkley's rated higher for you. But I think you're afraid, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be bold and say you're you're going Derrick Henry again. Henry like, for Henry. It. He is my bread and butter. He is my bread and butter. For those who have not played with me in the league before, I think he's been on my team like every year but one. So he has to go with his namesake. I think it's a fantastic pick. I'm also slightly biased because I'm pretty sure Derrick Henry's success this year is going to have a lot to do with DeAndre Hopkins' success this year. <laughs> so, I'm heavy Titans this year. Um, and maybe that might help you guys since uh, my pick when it comes up. Okay. Uh, so, now we're at Willie. Wow, this will be interesting. I have to look at the board now for a second. I don't think it's obvious where he would go if this, if this is the way the board falls. He's in trouble. Right? Because... He's already got CMC. Maybe he knows this, and I was wrong, and it should have been Cooper <laughs> Cup. But he can't go running back. He can't take Saquon. Um, the next QB is pretty far away. The next wide receiver is T. Higgins. Uh, this is bad times. Um, just because we have to pick, make a pick here, I think he goes Daniel Jones. Daniel Joe is a first rounder. Not something I would have thought until we did this, but I do think this now makes me realize that he's probably going to go Cooper Cup number one or Travis Kelsey. Yeah, because this would open him up to at least running backs worth like Barkley, Derrick Henry, something like that down here. So, yeah. Have at it, Ray. I think a quarterback in the. Okay, I'm, I'm going to just say something real quick with this 15 seconds. I think quarterbacks and stud receivers are great picks in these first few rounds. I think running backs are terrible picks, which is kind of why I don't care about the first second round pick. Running backs are terrible. They're going to get hurt. They're going to get beat up. They're going to let you down, unless it's Derrick Henry. So. Now, again, there's no way this board probably breaks like this. Oh, no. Hold on, I lost the page. But now the tough decision that Henry had to make doesn't matter. Uh, Henry, who are you keeping again? Josh Allen, Mark Andrews, and Calvin Ridley. Yeah, the board could not have broken better for you, uh, for my friend. Uh, I'm just going to stamp in Saquon Barkley. You have your two starting running backs, um, and you're pretty locked in for, like, the two, two – there's only two guys – there's, like, what, five to – eight guys that are expected to get more than 60% of the workload and you're getting them with your first two picks. So I, congratulations, buddy. Yeah, this, this mock worked out very, very well for me for how my team's situated and what I need. I think I'm, I'm, I'm kind of light on wide receiver, even though I have Calvin Ridley right now. Um, Ridley hasn't played football in a year and a half and like really hasn't been good in, in two years, but it really can't work out better for, where I'm at right now. So let's actually, let's pause 
Um, I should have done it after the Daniel Jones pick, but let's pause here in a moment. Uh, Ray, you can take more time to talk about this. I think after each round, we should just talk about takeaways. Um, I was kind of saying out loud where it's like, I think I made the wrong choice for Willie. He's, I think he'll, if he gets stuck at one, he's going to go Cooper Cup or Travis Kelsey. Um, but like, what are the, the obvious things after round one? Um, there, I mean, there's a couple, but I'll let you guys go first. Uh, as I, I see some stuff, but I'll let you guys go first before I take everything out. Um, you know, the, the guys that I talked about being first round picks, uh, in the last pod, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, uh, CMC, like these guys are still first round picks going into this year. Um, the big takeaway from our mock of this is that there's two more quarterbacks going this first round, probably maybe, you know, like maybe things change with Willie with the first round pick and how we have it, but it looks like Trevor Lawrence and another QB could go. And, and there's only nine real first round picks. This is three keepers. So like, it it just shows you how quick quarterbacks are going to fly off this board. Even if you have one already, how, you know, like, you still might need another one. You know, you have, Brian has Jared Goff, but I, I think that Trevor Lawrence is the perfect pick for him in this situation. And, and that trade was so good for him to like move back a little bit and still be able to get Trevor Lawrence in this situation. Ray, you have any takeaways for the first round? Um, yeah, I was just going to say, there's going to be, I think there's going to be more quarterbacks taken. And um, we really don't know what the new guys um, are going to do. Like, have we have no idea. But, I mean, if if Henry ends up having those two running backs to start, he's going to be – I mean, granted, even though I don't – both one's coming off a foot injury and the other one's uh, – I think he just balled out last year because he thought he was going to get taken care of by the Giants. Um, so I don't necessarily – if all things remain healthy and whatever, I think Henry's, you know, Henry would be locked and loaded or whoever would be locked and loaded. I do think Henry's definitely taking Derrick Henry, though. The biggest thing the biggest thing that's obvious to me is wide receiver thins out. Like, cause listen, I'm not taking Devonte Adams at one of eight. Um, that's fine. I like, I, I like, I'm just saying that like, I don't think he's a first round pick. There's only two guys who I would cl- deem as first round worthy. And, then even like from Davante Adams to T Higgins is such a big drop that like if you need wide receivers this is a this is not a friendly area. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on that, but like when we we're just looking at options for Willie, it's like I don't know what thins out first, quarterback or wide receiver, because I I feel better about Daniel Jones than I do T Higgins or Amari Cooper. Is he the next one after this? Like it's not. There's DK Metcalf in DK there. DK Metcalf, but still, like I wouldn't want, I wouldn't my, want my first round pick in this draft to be DK. And then, and then, yeah, and then we're talking about like Debo, Keenan Allen. So yeah, okay, moving on. Um, so I think I've made the last two picks. Uh, is this this is Frank's first pick? He is. This is gonna be Brian's pick. I thought no. Oh, is it? Brian with the oh right, Mike. Mike. Brian Frank is after this. No, Laurent. No, okay. Frank. Frank doesn't have a pick until the end of the second. I feel no. He has two o five. It's two o five. Oh yes, he does. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, this is Brian's pick. Um, so Brian is with Bijan and Trevor Lawrence added to his keepers of Garrett Wilson, uh, Devonte Smith, and 
I don't know. Who else? Oh, wait. No, sorry. This is also wrong. Because Brian made that trade with uh, Mike Sims, Walker, uh, Lucas. So Lucas, for the first time, after keeping Justin Fields, uh, Justin Jefferson, and uh, Isaiah Pacheco is on the board. Where does he go? This is another new manager, so we have no real deep insights to this. But uh, he's aggressive. Um, he targets high-end players based on conversations. He was thinking about taking Cooper Cup in the draft, in the keeper draft. So he wants high-end players. Henry, wh- where I, do you think he goes? I think the news of um, – I, I have your brother here. I need to update this in my mock. I don't know why I still have your brother picking here. I didn't update it. Um, I, I'm still going to go with the same pick that I have for, I'm reading off my mock guys. Like I'm li- like my mock has gone basically how it's going. Uh, I I'm still going to go with Josh Jacobs here, especially because of the news that he's back. He's reported. Um, I, I Wait, he I reported two... or he's going to report. No, he, he's reported. He, he's back. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think this is the guy, like it's the high end, like one of the top RBs in the league. It could be Jonathan Taylor here, but because we don't know what Jonathan Taylor is going to be right now, as this stands right now, I, I would go Jacobs over Jonathan Taylor and just for uh, what he has, Jefferson's field, Pacheco, right? Yeah. So he, yeah. Cool. Ray? He's going to go Jacobs. Go for it. Who's the pick? Josh Jacobs to uh, Mike Sims Walker. Oh, well, I'm, I, I think. Josh Jacobs is going to be a fantastic pick. Um, I think he's going to pick up where he left off. I think he is going to run mean, and he has something to prove. I I, I really like Josh Jacobs, and I, I I hope he I hope he has a great great great. Um, we will do more fun stuff during the year, and I'll figure out where it balances is. But I can't I can't do too much about it. But I. I I'm laughing at it sometimes, and other times I'm like, "Oh, this is probably <laughs> annoying to listen to," but who cares? No, uh, this is mad funny. Um, there, I don't have time for it right now, but um, I'll explain a, a thing about Craig T. Nelson about comedy and stuff like that. Uh, all right, Henry, why don't you go again and you pick for Laurent, who did not have a first round pick because he used it on keeper. He has two quarterbacks, Dak and Rogers, and he has C.D. Lamb. So, what is he looking at here? Um, I haven't had a chance to update since Taylor news came out last night, but this might be the perfect spot for him for Jonathan Taylor, where he might, he has all this draft capital and he has the Q he's QB rich. He's very strong wide receiver with CD lamb. I don't really love the rest of the wide receiver core uh, group that's available to draft right now. I think Jonathan Taylor is a no brainer here. And if he misses, there's still enough draft capital to make up for, um, Missing on Jonathan Taylor if he goes somewhere where he's not going to be as productive or he stays in Indianapolis. And he's not, and I don't think Laurent's as tuned in, so I don't think he'll be affected by this. All right, Ray, go for it. I think Jonathan Taylor, I'm just, I'm going to be very interested wherever he lands, whatever he does this year. Uh, he's going to have a season like how when you had him, Amen. 1,800 yards, million touchdowns. I think he's going to run angry. All right, I'm gonna try. Scores. I'm gonna try to do this as fast as I can. We are finally hearing from the last man. Well, no, Mike, we want him trade, but Francis, a new manager, um, he is on the board. I don't know much about him. Uh, he's keeping AJ Brown, Justin Herbert, and 
Alex Alexander Madison. Um, Hen he's a friend of yours, Henry. Um, I I'm gonna put him with one of these running backs. Um, I don't know if he's a Jets homer. He's a Giants fan. He is a Giants. He's a Giants fan. fan. Okay, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him Najee Harris. I was thinking about Brees you said Hall. Jets homer like like such a negative connotation. Um, so I I think Najee Hall goes there. He's he just gets a lot of touches. I don't love it. I don't think it's sexy, but um, I, just based on him being your friend, you make very sturdy choices. I think Najee's a sturdy choice there. Have at it, Ray. Um, Najee Harris is going to get his food eaten by Jalen Warren um, this year. Mark my words. He just hasn't shown it. Uh, well, he didn't show it last year. The year before was his first. I don't see it. And now uh, one of the managers who hasn't had a pick yet uh, because we made, I made a trade with him, uh, Frank. He is currently has some very sexy players. I think Tony Potter, Pollard Amon Ross St. Brown are very sexy players, and he has one of the most recent goats in Austin Eckler in fantasy. So where does he they go? They are all extremely well-built as men and great-looking. Did you mean sexy as like that or, or as game? No, just game. Like, I think people are, are hot. Like, if Tony Pollard wasn't a cowboy, I'd be very high on him this year. Um, and oh, like, Okay, so I'm the only Matthew one Barry, hot for them. Okay, gotcha. Matthew Berry is is uh, his writer guy is Amon Ross St. Brown. Like, there's just a lot of sexy picks there. So, Henry, who does who does Frank take here? Frank's going to take a quarterback here. I just I don't know where to go. I think Richardson has the higher upside, but I think at this point with Eckler Pollard, Amon Ross St. Brown, just take her cousins, who's probably going to finish in the top ten. He has the better weapons. He might not have the rushing upside that Richardson has, but Jefferson's going to score a touchdown. Hawks going to score touchdowns. They added Addison. Um, I'm going Kirk Cousins here. Yeah, I was just going to. I was just going to mention Addison. Yeah, Kirk Cousins this year. I mean, is it the return of the anti-science guys? Like, I am all on Rogers and Cousins. Ooh, Cunha. I need the Braves money line to cover. Um, I think Kirk Cousins is a great pick. He finishes, uh, and I'm all about him and Addison. Okay. Uh, now we're back. My brother is just taking up all the draft slots. Um, this will be good because if he gets drunk, um, he doesn't have to worry about fucking up his later picks. Huh? Um, all right. So my no. brother who Should has quite down? Trevor Lawrence and Jared Goff. Um, has two okay. wide receivers. Mute, mute. Uh, hey, sorry, fellas. One second. Mute. I'm gonna go on. Uh, all right. So my brother who has Trevor Lawrence now, Jerry Golf. Um, he has Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. Who do we give him in the first round? Bijan. Bijan. Uh, he's he's in a position to need another running back. Um. I think I think he should go bold. I'm going to make a bold choice for him. I'm going to give him Jameer Gibbs. Oh, I, know yeah. it's, I, I know it's not great, but he's also in a position where he can reach early on David Montgomery and just have that backfield locked up. Um, and then if at the end of the year, Jameer Gibbs becomes 
Kamara rookie year where he wasn't good the first month and is one of the top three running backs. I think that's that's the pick there. Um, Grace stepped away for a minute. Um, we'll come back and let him dig my brother for Jameer Gibbs. <laughs> Wait, is my, my brother the next person up too? Uh, you have back-to-back picks? He has back-to-back picks. Oh, yeah, because it's a keeper situation, right? Okay. Henry. Just like Swift and Prescott. Uh yeah, uh Henry. So yeah, was... so uh so DeAndre Swift gets capped, then Laurent keeps Rogers and Prescott one two. Uh while throwing in Jonathan Taylor there. So now Brian is set up and I, I might need to rethink this looking on to like my final mocking that I'm doing here. Um I, but I, I do think maybe this is a time for one another wide receiver. Uh Metcalf or Higgins. I'm I'm leaning I, I was leaning Higgins because of Joe Burrow and the fact that there's less mouths to feed there, but now I'm now I'm thinking closer to DK Metcalf. I don't know. Metcalf's grown on me the last like two nights. Okay, Ray, I will give you 30 seconds to roast my brother. Uh I gave him Tamir Gibbs, the Lions running back, and Henry gave him DK Metcalf. And what are your thoughts on that? Um, again, two solid picks. I mean, if your brother would actually make that pick, we don't know. Um, but um, I'm sending the shots early at him. Um, hope he hears this. Um, Jameer Gibbs is going to be a fantastic pick. Um, and DK Metcalf is always a great pick. Doesn't matter what round, he's always a great pick, especially with the injury to Jackson Smith. Good job, Ray. Um, looking at what's on the board here, and knowing how Frank manages team, I want to do it, but I don't. Frank think... is the goat, so just letting you know. I'm not gonna do it, but I, I really want to put T.J. Hawkinson on his team, um, just because he loves tight ends. Um, uh, he's not, you know, Frank is not overly. He makes a lot of choices that are not obvious. Um, but I'm going to apply logic here and I'm going to, no, you know what? No, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing my instinct. I'm giving him TJ Hawkinson. He loves his tight ends. He usually drafts three. He'll have one as a keeper. He just loves tight ends. Let's give him TJ Hawkinson. Go ahead, Ray. Excellent pick. I mean, he already has like some, some, some sexy players, as you say. Um, I think Hawkinson will be a great add to his team. Solid tight end, always. Could have could have had him for a ninth round keeper. I mean, not that he could keep anything better than what he's keeping, but you know. All right. So Burrow gets kept by Willie next. So Amen, you want to go for me? So I think. Henry, you're in a you're you have your two running backs locked up, you have your tight end locked up, you have one wide receiver. Um, it's weird because I I I don't usually deem really smart, educated managers going with the same players over and over again. Nah, I'm gonna nah, I'm gonna, I was gonna give you Amari Cooper, but I think you're gonna be bold. I think. You want to come out and be bold, especially with those running backs. 
you're getting the you're getting what's his number? What's Anthony Richardson's number? Four? Fifteen? Oh, you're getting Anthony number. Richardson. And then you're gonna get AR whatever his his jersey number is. <laughs> yeah. Oh team. yeah. He did not he did not I like that he did not lean into the the fifteen or the or the twelve or anything like that. But anyway, I like the young man. He also has bars. That's a great pick. Okay. Uh, All right, Henry. Uh, why don't you take at least this next pick and maybe another one because I did two back to back. Um, Mike for the first time on the board. Uh, he I think he's the only manager besides Ray who hasn't had a draft pick. Uh, he's keeping Lamar Jackson, Jamar Chase. And uh, da, 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 what's, uh Alvin Alvin Kamara. Kamara. Uh, so he needs a lot. He needs a little everything. He's what what, what round? He, he's in. He's in. He's in great shape. Like if you're going into a draft and you have Lamar Jackson, Jamar Chase, and Alvin Kamara, and your first pick is in the third round, like I, I'd want these keepers. Like Jackson and Chase in this draft would probably be. End of the first to first round picks, maybe somewhere in the second, depending on where you rank them yourselves. But like, this isn't a worst case scenario, especially because I think if he goes Debo here, I I get CMC is there. I get, you know, Ayuk is there, who we can talk about later. I'm sure he'll get drafted in this mock, maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm going in the first five rounds. Um, I, I, I just think this is the most upside play that Mike can make right here. Of the players left available. Okay. Uh, you want to do who's next? Who's the pick? Uh, oh, sorry, right. You get to your shot. Uh, you... Debo Samuel. Uh, I don't know. I don't trust it. Injury uh, ridden wide receiver. I'm good. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so according Good to my records, pitching around Daniel Vogenbosch. According to my records, this is Laurent's now second pick. Yes. Um, we gave him. Uh, who did we give him? We gave him Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. So he has one running back. He has one wide receiver. And he has two QBs. Where does he go here? I think it's obvious, but maybe it's not obvious. But I, I think if I had a bet, I think I, I know who he goes with. Henry, you can make. Oh, oh this is on me. Oh, yeah. um, I might need to adjust off of what my mock is because we've strayed. Is it crazy? Well, I I can pick for him. I think I think he'll take Brees Hall, right? He likes he he's I, bringing you. Yeah, I, I I can see Brees Hall. I, I have him going Cooper because of the name. Yeah, and how he Cooper. how he likes those names and you know. Um, just he has two he has two QBs at this point, right? He has I have a two QBs. He has CD Lamb. He has Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I I, I go either way. I think I'm going to go Cooper here. Uh, Ray, what are your thoughts on Laurent taking Cooper here? I mean, as long as he who shall not be named doesn't play like the worst quarterback, um, like he. Pretty much was last year. Um, in the short time that he played, I think that you know, Cooper is going to be really good fit, like, and along with everybody else in that uh, offense. I should have picked for Laurent. 
But now yeah. with um my turn being up, Henry, who do you think I take? So you already so who do you have now? You have Kelsey. I have Kelsey, I have uh Devontae Adams, I have Chris Olave, and I have Jalen Hurts. And Ken Walker. Uh, my my BPA at this point ha- is uh T. Higgins. I don't I don't know how far you want to fall. I don't know if you want to go to Reese Hall at this point. I have him a little bit further. Um, I don't think you're going to go Bryce Young. Um, no, you know what? I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go Christian Watson here. Wow. Mm. That's a nice that's a nice pick. I, I'm all for the I'm all for the take chances um, this year. Like, again, like, screw who the draft people are telling you to take. Take who you want to take. I mean, I'm I think, pretty much yeah, I think Yeah, I think, I think you like Christian Watson. I, I did have you taking him later on, but I think with what's left, I think you'd rather get your guy here and then grab the guy that falls at your next pick. No, I can't, I can't disagree. Um, I think, Ray, you gave your take. So. Three, two, so I'll make the next couple. Let's see who. I uh almost I never have any of my normal draft picks. If you guys learn anything, I always trade all my packs away. So my draft slot doesn't mean anything to me. Um. All right. So we are on me. So this is Lucas's pick. Um, Lucas has Justin Fields. Um. Justin Jefferson, Justin Pacheco. Jefferson, Pacheco, and then who do we give him? Uh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Okay. So he's at okay at running back. I think he's one of these guys who will get aggressive with quarterbacks since he only has one. Um, I think he's the guy who takes Russell Wilson here. I, you know, he might hate Russell Wilson, but I think he's going to overdraft a QB here. Great pick. Comeback year, um, and <laughs> Sean, Sean Payton literally with all this stuff that he talked about hacking, and you know he has something to prove. So I think Russell Wilson comeback year proves all the doubt he's wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna take ten seconds here to tell the manager that's taking Russ Wilson that Ray's is gonna offer you like a ridiculous package for him. So like his value of where you're drafting him. You should probably take him a couple picks earlier because what Ray will do to get Russell Wilson on his team is unreal. I mean, if he's if Russell Wilson's on the board at three or five, I'm definitely gonna do it. I I have even <laughs> reached out to Ray to make a handshake deal, but he didn't want to do that. <laughs> I said if Russell Wilson's on the board, let's do this other trade, but he didn't want to do there's, that. So now it's gonna be a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth from next year for Russell Wilson. It's, it, again, like I said, if he falls to me, he falls to me. But especially in the third round, that's why I played it up in the third round. Oh it's gonna be man! The, there's a what, lot of players. Was it week two? Was it week two that you gave away all your picks for Russell Wilson? Uh, yeah, that was like two. That was like two years ago. No, it was ago. last year. Ray was two. I, no, 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 no. I I tried to give it to your brother, but your brother wouldn't trade me. Yeah. Did, well. No, your first round. Uh, no, 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 no. Last year, I didn't trade for Russell Wilson. Your brother had him, and your brother wouldn't give him to me. He ended up giving him to Henry. Oh, okay. Your brother just doesn't trade with me. 
All right, moving on to Bryce, who uh, who has three running backs and, and thank God, uh, Stefan Diggs. Um, I think he slow plays quarterback some more. Uh, I think he looks at a wide receiver, right? Because he has what he has he has three running backs, so he can't take anybody else. Um, game over. Based hit on the parlay, I hit the parlay. Gunnar Henderson, Gunnar Henderson for a hit. We got uh, Lane Thomas, Lane Thomas, Lane Thomas under stolen bases. We got the Braves money line, and we have <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates to score one point five runs. <laughs> okay, well, pay pay him in your league dues with that. Okay, already paid. No, you, I think with, you guys are um, all right, starting over because this isn't irritating enough. Uh, all right, so he's got three running backs. He's got Stefan Diggs. Based on what he did with his keepers, I think he likes big names. I think the the most like big name standard guy here is Keenan Allen. I get. I'm guessing he goes with Keenan Allen. He based on his keepers, he doesn't seem to fear injury, uh, which is the only reason to not believe in Keenan Allen this year. Uh, here we go, Keenan Allen. Um, all right, Henry, why don't you make the next pick, which is, this is for... Ray's pick, right? This is Ray's pick. Ooh. Ray, oh, don't Ray, tip your on. hand. When you respond, Ray, not... don't tip your hand. I'm not... I need to I need to look at this. You guys, you guys, do, you guys, you guys have no idea who I'm picking. I mean, you know this what? was also obvious, right? You know what? So Ray has Ray is keeping two a while on Hopkins. This is the Brees Hall spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. This is this is you know Ray's teasing us with drafting the Jets defense in round three, but if Brees Hall is there, I, I think Ray goes bold prediction. I think Ray goes Ray goes Brees Hall over Russ Wilson if both of them are there. Oh, because I'm it's 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 all about the Jets. I mean, again, I don't want to tip my hand too much, but I'm all in on the Jets this year. Right, you don't pick again until like the seventh round. So, oh, sixth round. I traded you. Six, six, yeah. yes. Yeah. And I actually want to talk to you about uh, maybe trying to move into the fifth. Yeah, you're not going to talk to me about it. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Well, Henry, didn't you say you do terrible there? Uh okay, so that's Ray's. Now, uh, Mister, I draft every pick in every round. Brian's back on the team. I can't even track who he has. He has uh, Dijon, Trevor, Goff, Garrett Wilson, Devonta Smith, and who was his last pick? Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs and DK Metcalf. Um, to pair with his Jameer Gibbs pick here. Let me just look. I just want to look a little further down. Yeah, to pair with his Jameer Gibbs pick here, um, a nice steady running back that he can start at least for the first couple of months of the season while he gets hot. Uh, Aaron Jones. Love that for you, brother. I mean, like, there's two guys who've been falling, Aaron Jones and T. Higgins. I don't know when T. Higgins is going to come off the board, but... um. Aaron Jones late in the third round is a high value. I I think he goes earlier, but the way the board has fallen, that's not what happened. 
Um, I think I think that Packers offense is going to be sick this year. I'm big. I'm big on them this year too. Cool. All right, uh, Henry, you want to pick for uh, Mr. Adam, who has Patrick Mahomes, Geno Smith, Ramondre Stevenson. Um, da, 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 uh, Cooper Cup. So he has one running back, two quarterbacks, and one wide receiver. So he needs a running back or a wide receiver here, I feel like. Um Uh, I I think I think Higgins has fallen far enough. I think this is the T Higgins spot. You pair a cup with T Higgins. You have Stevenson already, and he has a pick coming up where he can grab another running back. So I'd rather chance the running back as opposed to the wide receiver here. Yeah, I think just especially with Willie, especially with Willie, who we have with uh, a lot of running backs and no wide receivers. Who's the pick? T Higgins. Oh my God! I, great pick. I think he's. I think he's going to run a muck this year. We have to wait for the sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault if Steph Curry just like crosses it over the half court line and just chucks it up. Like it's I. I can't control the sound effects. It is what it is. All right, with the, the last up, pick. With the last pick in the third round, and then we're going to take a break and just kind of look at rounds two and three. Um, and maybe we'll try to, power, try to power through four and five. Um, uh, so I guess it's my turn. So Willie is in uh, – he has three running backs. Amen, I have a question real quick. Okay. So I couldn't interest you in, like, shows and movies – could I maybe get you? We have baseball? time. We literally have this timed out. We ha- we can't, we don't have time for oh, this. Okay, Sorry. not this week. Not this week. We have to get through five rounds. A little um, baseball. So Willie has three running backs. He has Joe Burrow, and he got uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. So he has two quarterbacks. He he is set up with two great quarterbacks and three wide receivers. So it's very clear unless he's high on. Um, George Kittle or somebody like that. These are back-to-back wide receiver picks. Um, just looking at this list, he does like young guys, but I don't think Drake London is going to be in his flavor. Um, so I'm going to pick both of these wide receivers, and then we'll just kind of look back. I think he goes with. Let me just look a little longer. Yeah, I think it's. The two best wide receivers left. I think Henry, you would disagree that Terry McLaurin to be one of these two guys, but I think it's going to be in some order Jerry Judy and DJ Moore. I agree on DJ Moore. Um, I, I don't. Even, I I think I have somebody else ahead of Judy here. Maybe Terry McLaurin, right? Terry McLaurin for sure, but um, yeah, I. I I, I guess it's your flavor for Jerry Judy. Like, yeah, I, uh, I think he's he has a more solid thing. I'm concerned. I mean, I this is the type of th- move that Willie would make and take Jahan Dotson. 
Um, I just don't want to do that right now. Um, all right, looking back, and now Ray, you can kind of step in, and we can all just take the last two rounds. Is there any like obvious takeaways other than I'll I'll just say my first one. I don't think we're wrong here. I do think quarterbacks will slow down because everybody will have one and they will want at least a one or two, like a wide receiver two or running back two before rushing to grab Derek Carr or Matt Stafford or any of these guys that have big fucking question marks or guys like Mac Jones who have limited upside. Um, So I, I just taking away looking at this like, like, who went in this round? Uh, Russell Wilson last round, and Kirk Cousins before that, and that's that's it's all. Been, it's been very, it's been very light. Oh, Anthony Richardson. Yeah, and and I think Richardson is that one guy of the rookies who like is going to go here in the top three rounds. Um, I don't think anybody who's been in the league long enough is going to let him fall further to make him that valuable of a keeper next year while needing a quarterback with the upside that he has. I, I, it, it's the perfect storm. Like, I, I think people will let Stroud and Bryce Young fall a little bit and let them, you know, sort of pan out on those bad teams. Not that the Colts are a great team. But, like, Richardson just feels like that that field's quarterback that is going to be that difference maker. Ray, uh, any takeaways? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And then my my main one here is we're, we're down to, like, we still have like the wide receiver twos going here in this uh, in this third round where it's Amari Cooper, uh, Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, and then you know if you want that upside of Christian Watson going in that third round, um, there there's still there's still value at wide receiver here, and it's it's becoming a passing league where these wide receiver twos are really you know taking on more of a fantasy presence. Where if you're waiting on one, you're okay. But they're still not the cups and the digs, but but you're okay. Ray, do you have any takeaways from round three and four? Um, I just really I thought I did a great job on that tip of my hand. So there we go. Is that because you got a raising boner when Brees Hall is said for you? <laughs> Moving on. Uh, I think I'm the next one with the 402 pick. Henry, who do I take here? So. You have. Uh, I have Ken Walker as my only running back. I have Christian Watson, Devontae Adams, and Chris Olave, and I have Jalen Hurts. And then I don't have a pick until the seventh round. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna give you Derek Carr here. Not the, not because like. It's just because, like, I don't think another QB falls, and I know that you like having nice. two two set QBs, and then there's going to be the Carr and Adam stack here. So for for the purpose of this mock, like, Carr just makes the most sense as we were just talking about him. Okay. Um, cool. I will pick for Adam, who uh, needs definitely some more wide receivers and more running backs, I think. Um, he, he's a savvy fantasy manager. He's Los Angeles based, which I didn't weigh in with Willie because I know Willie. I, I keep bringing this up. I think I really think till Willie gets if he's at one, he's gonna take over cup. But the question is, does he go Cam Akers or Damian Pierce? Because I think there's those two guys, and then James Connor, <clears throat> and then it's a huge drop off. 
Uh, I'm going to give him Damian Pierce. Oh, and Ray, you can make fun of me for 15 seconds, and you can make fun of Oh, never mind. We're not doing Derek Carr. You can hmm? do Derek Carr. This is a joke. Make fun of me for, for having <laughs> give me Derek Carr. <laughs> um, Derek Carr quite, might possibly be like the worst. Might, might quite possibly be the worst pick in all of fantasy. I think he should go in the 16th round because he's only going to drag your team down. He probably should go in the All right, right now, why don't you give us 15 seconds on Adam taking Damian Pierce, your boy? I think it's a great pick. I don't like um, what Henry was talking about earlier, this this part about the Texans taking him, because I would just trade up all the Damian Pierce's. Well, they might, I guess they would trade him or whatever. But I'd rather see Damian Pierce go with the young All right, now, um, Henry, you There's a right. keeper around here. Yeah, there's three guys in a row. Sun God. So now we're moving to the four or seven technically. Um it is Lucas. Um who has fields and who else did we give him? Russ no. Did we give him Russ Wilson? Did he give we him, gave him Russ? Yes, we gave him Russ. Okay, and, and then Jacobs. he has he has Pacheco and Jacobs. Um so Henry, who does who does Lucas look at here? So where are we at on the wide receiver? I need two seconds here. So for the wide receiver. On ADP, um, some of the best players left is Terry McLaren, Drake London, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give him my boy. I'm going to give him my boy, Terry McLaren. It's it's about time. Scary. This is this is about the ADP that he should be going. Maybe he's taking a hit now because of the injury. But I think Terry McLaren here is – Great to pair with Justin Jefferson. This is a perfect. This is a solid team he has. Yeah, I mean it's he's it's well balanced minus the tight end, obviously, but he he's got a clear QB one, QB two, wide receiver one, wide receiver two, and RB one, RB two. I can't tell if Ray's camera just died off or he just he left. I see right. Oh, okay. All right, go ahead. Scary Terry. Listen, I'm I'm another offense I'm in big time is in Washington. Who if Eric the Enemy is your offensive coordinator, I'm on you. If he was the coordinator for Derek Carr's team, I'd be in Derek Carr. All right, we're on to Francis. Henry, do you know who Francis has take so he has AJ Brown? Justin, Je- Justin Herbert, Alexander Madison, and we had him taking Najee Harris. All right. So I'm... this is his second pick. Yeah. I don't know much about Francis. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure I know what he would do here, but you're picking go for next. It. I'll, I'll do the next one. Well, you're picking next, aren't you? Am I? No. Oh. No, I do not. That's no, that's Brian. Brian. Brian has his tag is juicy, which is annoying. Um, Okay, yeah. So, so you can pick for your brother. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I think Francis, being a Giants fan, might go for Darren Waller. Uh, He does. He likes the names. Uh, He thinks a lot like me, but I I don't think he's going to think like me in thinking that Waller is going to. 
uh, fade, and he is a Giants fan, and he also likes tight ends like I do. Like he before, does draft tight ends. Before you go, Ray, um, just feel free to ask. You know, we could just ask Henry before you go. How do you feel about Darren Waller getting a forty-five percent target share on Daniel Jones's passes in preseason game two? He's going to be bad, you say, Henry? Right. Can you name the other He's wide receivers? He's going to be bad, Darius Slayton. Can you? No, no. In that game when he got that target share, can you name the other wide receivers? Um. And will and will they and will they be fantasy relevant? Do you know what Travis Kelsey does? You know what his target share is? It right, feels talking, like it's 87%. Right, right. You're talking to the tight end guru of the league, okay? Anyway. Well, we're going to say. So. I think that was enough for I that think I'm team. the tight end guru. Uh, I'm the one who discovered Dan Waller. Me. All right. So my brother's up. Um... I honestly can't tell you how many players that guy has on his team already. Uh, but that doesn't mean he's going to win. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Um, Unless you got a Henry thing going. So I have, I have him with Devonta, Devonta, Garrett Wilson, Jared Goff. So he's Bijan, Trevor, Gibbs, and DK. Three wide receiver, two QB, two RB. So some of the players on the board, Cam Akers is dropping here. James Connors here. I don't think that would make sense for him to take. I think, you know, I think he should take another bold move here. Um, no, he's not going to do that. I was going to give him uh, Devontae Williams, but I, I I don't think he needs more running backs at this point in time. Um This would definitely be a been a pick. I would suggest he would take Darren Waller. Um, you know, there's only one tight end left who really has top three ceiling. Now, I don't believe that's going to happen, but there is only one guy who has that ceiling. Um, I don't love this pick. I don't think it's a good pick, but the way the board has fallen, I think it's the only pick he can make. Uh, Kyle Pitts. Okay. I mean, listen, man. Hoping Bijan pans out and his quarterback is semi decent. I mean, because they have they have the guys. They have a wide receiver on the outside too. It's just that is he gonna get is he gonna get the ball forced to him? Like It's it's a lot in a Falcons. Uh... In a Falcons I, offense, I forgot or, that he took Bijan, but it is what it is. He makes no, I mean, you, plays, but you think... you draft the best players available. I think I mean Kittle's still available in the next Kittle. Like I think if you wanted to substitute in Kittle right here for him, we can do that. But uh, there's what there's three keepers, and then you're gonna get to go again because I'm up next. You are up next with what the four five one. Five one. Okay. Uh, what do you have on your team? Sorry. Just... So now I have Allen, Andrews. Wait, which and... Allen? I have Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Sorry. <laughs> Josh Allen, Mark Andrews, Calvin Ridley, 
and we've drafted me Derrick Henry, Barkley, and Richardson. So I, I really need a wide receiver at this point. Um, I think you know again. I well, I said I was gonna say this last round. I don't think like I don't think of like really good fantasy managers who draft the same players over and over again. I don't feel you hate Baker Mayfield. And I feel like you thought the Chris Godwin pick last year should have been better. And I don't think it's a bad pick here. So I'm going to give you Chris Godwin. He's going to get a lot of receptions probably. Um, And I I do believe there's a chance that Mike Evans gets traded in season. And then, then it becomes even more targets for Chris Godwin. Right. I did. I, w- I was hoping Chris Goblin panned out better last year. I mean, he, he was still okay, but he didn't do what I thought he was going to do. Yeah. Um, I think Chris Goblin, I, I think he's going to have a good year, man. I I, I think Baker is going to do better than people think, and he, he's throwing it up to uh, what's his name? Sometimes you know they just I mean. dribble into the corner and don't get a shot off. Uh, Henry, <laughs> why don't you pick for now the most, the second most common or popular person in this draft behind my brother Brian is Willie, uh, the Dalai Lama. Uh, maybe I'll explain why I've come up with that name for him one day. But uh, <laughs> Henry, where does where does uh, the Dalai uh, go here? So he's pretty set everywhere. He could use another wide receiver, and he needs another tight end. I've been back and forth these last couple of seconds thinking about it as I go through the these list. last couple of seconds. And as I pull it up, I think I'm going to give him Mike Williams here. I think this makes the most sense as the upside receiver. It'll be his wide receiver for three. He's got another pick coming later on in the fifth, I believe, although I'm – really like needing to look over my board now. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Mike Williams here. I think it's a wrap for Mike Williams. I, I don't think he cooks this year. I think it's a terrible pick. He's going to get another injury week three after he cooks for two weeks. So which is how it goes. All right. We're back to Francis. Um, I think I screwed up how I was doing this, but according to the board, it's Francis. Um, hey, um, are we? We're on, we're on round five, right? We're in round five. Uh, hey, so- hey, really, really quick, really quick. Amen. I realized and I came to a conclusion of what I want your name to be this year. Okay. Except you're going to have to change it a couple times this year. Now that's not the rule. It's gonna be deal. a it's gonna be a play on you being such a mid fantasy uh a mid fantasy owner. You get to name you know a team kid, once. You know how the kids say mid. Why either either say it or, or move on? No no no. I'm gonna reveal it during the draft. Okay. Um but it's gonna it's gonna have something to do with you being mid. All right. So I'm picking Francis has two fifth round picks. That's I guess he had the he had oh was that a part of your deal with him Henry? I don't know. Whatever. Francis has back to back uh 
fifth round picks. He has what Darren Waller, Justin Herbert, uh, AJ Brown. Um, I'm sorry, Najee Harris. Najee Harris. I think that's uh, it. Alexander Madison. Yes. So he has running backs. Um, how many wider series does he have? He has AJ Brown. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So we gave away Chris Godwin. I think, especially with the injury news, I think Tyler Lockett goes here. Good, solid. He's gonna have blow up weeks and weeks that are just fine, but it's a it's a good pick. Um, and I'm guessing, yeah. So, uh, why don't you pick his next pick and then, um. Ray, you can roast both for 30 seconds. Gotcha. So after Godwin going, I think someone's going to be like, oh, my God, the other wide receiver from Tampa Bay. And it's going to be him. He likes those names. Um, Evans isn't a bad pick here. He's not what he used to be. He's not, you know, that top wide receiver. But at least here in the fifth round, those big weeks as his third wide receiver here, he can sort of mitigate. I think Evans would be a good solid pick for him here uh, based on his needs. All right, we're back to Bryce. Um, I Mike Evans roast? definitely. Who, oh, Mike, yes. Evans is de- Mike Evans is definitely who I was thinking about with that last one. I think he's going to be a great pick too. People sleeping on Baker and, and the Bucks, and I think they're going to be um, better than what people think. Yeah, and then do you have anything about the Tyler Lockett pick? Um, I think again, I, it's just like like Mike Evans. People are counting that Tyler Lockett's not going to do well and. You know, the, the injury in Seattle just really bumped his stock back up. So I think both of them are great, especially in this round. All right. So Mr. RB, Bryce is on the clock. Um, I think he's gotten lucky um, that he's going to be able to wait and get somebody, uh, get a QB. Because I do think after this guy, it really gets questionable. Um, but I think he's an LA kid. I think you'll see him on the board, and I think he goes with Matty Snapback. I wrote him in before you said it. <laughs> Ooh, Matt, um, Matt, Matt, Matt Stafford. Yep. I mean, I still think he's going to retire from here and to, until I draft. But I think the Rams are going to do better than people expect, and um. Yeah, with Acres in the backfield, Cooper Cup's back. Um, they're going to get production out of it. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know who's in their defense, but we're just talking offense here. It's all about that. Uh, I might have screwed up the quick time thing, so we'll just say. <laughs> uh, we're back to Laurent. Um, still has a lot of QBs. Um, he has a couple running backs. Uh, Henry, where does he go here? Where, what's his running back situation? I'm with Taylor. What's his other running back? Was that it? I thought I see Brees. I have him with Amari Cooper. I thought Ray has Brees Hall in Laurent's spot. Um, who did he take the three? Did you, sorry, no, is that the third round? Ray Ray traded his third. Uh, Laurent traded his third round pick to Ray for a third in next year's draft. I didn't get anything back. Yeah. So, and then he's keeping CD Lamb at the four, and he and he picked Amari Cooper 
Well, he had another third round pick, right? He oh, he pick, we had we had him picking Amari Cooper. Sorry, Amari Cooper. Okay, so he only has running running back. Okay, um, but you know he's a little he's he he's adventurous. So, I mean this this feels like an obvious pick. Now looking what I, what I, I was I, I was going James Conner here, but I I'd like to know who you think he's going. Dalvin Cook. Ah, yeah. You know what? He does like Dalvin Cook. And like. Dalvin Cook probably has the most carries in September. We'll see what happens as the season progresses. No, I think, uh, yeah, I think I think it's Dalvin Cook. Who's next? Do 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 do. do. This is hard to do, but uh, we're moving along. Brian, right? Brian again. God damn him. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, it's, uh, like, it's crazy. And Cam Man, Akers I'm thinking about the board. I mean, I think it's me and Henry both hate Cam Akers, so this is why he's like falling like crazy. Um, Man, I love this league, but my eyes are drawn to this defense and kickers league. Holy moly! <laughs> I don't know, man. <sighs> Salvating over here. I can get Justin Tucker in the Jets defense and the Dolphins defense. <sighs> I don't have I to worry think... about picking. I don't have to worry about having a number one pick to pick uh, Christian McCaffrey. I think there's a couple options here, but like I think it's it's another time to go bold. Um, and this does happen sometimes, and I think I think this might make sense, but it might be a bad pick. I don't actually think this is what happened, but I I just I don't know. Uh, Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young goes somewhere in this fifth round. Brian has a lot of draft capital. Um, he's got his starting positions. Might as well lock up his QBs just in case, like Jared Goff regresses or or Trevor Lawrence isn't the stud that we presume. Um, I don't think it's you're right. Up. As if, but um, is that all right? Go ahead, Ray. As if Trevor Lawrence isn't the stud. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. He's Sunshine from uh, Remember the Titans. And you know how how dirty Sunshine was. Again, if he hears the whole time. All right, Henry, who does um who does uh Adam, Adam take right? there? So he has Mahomes, Stevenson Smith. Then we had him taking Cup, Higgins, Pierce. Um, see, this would be a spot for Acres, but <clears throat> there's no, Cup there. He probably no needs another. Probably needs another wide receiver. Uh, actually, with Stevenson and Pierce, he has Cup and Higgins, Smith, Mahomes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give him George Kittle here. I don't know how he drafts, but I think I think this is a spot for Kittle. I love my tight ends. Not that he should be drafting what I like, but Kittle shouldn't fall much further. Go ahead, Ray. I think it's a good pick, but I mean Kittle. If, if this remains the same like it is the last few years, he's not gonna but, be good until week eight. So what? what is, Is that, is that it's like probably so in, in front of Henry's face? That's what that felt like. 
So right. So I will say, like, aside from like Dallas Goddard, like the the drop off after that is like you, you're really like leaning into like the Cole Comets and and that stuff. So if you yeah. want to tie that, now's the time Cole Comets going to be good this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think now. Um, I think this. this... Sam Laporta. This pick is probably the smartest uh, for Brian. Uh, I think he takes Drake London here. Um, it no, never mind. I can't do that. I'm giving him all the Falcons. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> um, I think this has to be Acres or Javante now. Like if we wanted to give him Javante before, the smartest pick would be the the highest upside running back left. Um. Yeah. Let's let's uh let's give him Javante. Um, it's probably not high on, high on this pick, high on this pick this year. Um, Hackett it proves that he needs to just be with uh, Aaron Rodgers, and um, Peyton is going to be able to really tap into um his young running back and get the most out of it. I don't want to like. I really am going to buzz Ray if he responds, but I was just thinking a lot about like how many games the Broncos really should have won if it wasn't for, like, Russ missing, like, wide-open guys. Um, like, that well, that Indianapolis Colts game where the guy was literally wide open straight in front of him. There wasn't even an offensive line in front of him. Um, I just, I don't know. I feel bad for Hackett. I think he got an unfair rap. All right, Henry. Broncos country. Let's ride. Henry. Uh, with Willie with the final pick, is it Willie or did he trade this? Oh, the uh, I have it as Willie. Okay, I think so too. Uh, so Willie Burrow, Daniel Jones, he's set. Etienne Sanders, CMC, he's set. Judy Moore, did we draft him a third wide receiver yet? He doesn't have a tight end yet either. I think he had one more pick somewhere here. He doesn't have a tight end, so I'm just for the sake of filling out a team, I'm I'm gonna go Dallas Goddard here. It might not be the pick, but especially because he has the next pick. But uh, I I think like if Dallas Goddard's there at this point, your team's filled out. Just get the best available tight end at this point. But don't don't leave yourself a hole. Who is the pick? Dallas Goddard. Um, I mean, I think he's gonna have a good season. I mean, gonna Eagles gonna run it back, and they're gonna. Oh, we're going with the same team. Yeah, I think they'll be okay. Dallas Goddard. I mean, if he stays healthy again, obviously, right? Three, two, one. Okay, so, um, this. Let me say a couple things, and you guys can say your couple things. Um, obviously, what like more than any other year, because we don't know what Willie is doing with one, and he's trying to trade it. It will determine everything, right? Like Willie takes Cooper Cup, Henry. You probably don't get Derrick Henry and Saquon. Maybe everybody starts taking running backs quicker. Diggs might fall to you. Maybe Trevor Lawrence falls into like the second round or to you, Henry. Like this, like this is gonna be like listen, I know what my order of the top two guys are. 
So um, we won't waste much time on my pick. But after that, I think a lot of people will be like, there's just so many variables this year um, that I don't know if it was always felt that way. Um, there's, there, there's three first-round keepers. Like, it's it's unheard of for the league to have this, but it's just where the league is at next year. And, like, next year Mahomes is going to be a first-round keeper. Like, I don't think anyone – I don't think you're going to throw him back into the pool. Like, you'll just take the latest draft pick available. You know, I don't – I don't know if there's another first round keeper, maybe Burrow, but like we're, we're coming into this era where like all these guys who were great picks are now first round draft picks. And it's really like adding something where like they probably should have went, I get these trades were made after and everything happened after, but it's very interesting to me that the higher keepers coming into play. Um, I just I mean, want to read when two is the first when two is the first round keeper. I'm keeping him. So, <laughs> Ray, we literally while we were waiting for you to come on, we we're like, we should trade all these guys away before they ask to drift off and value. <laughs> um, but you know, you live your life. Um, I want to read off like twenty or twenty five names because I just there's three keepers in round six and four keepers in round seven, and I just want to read through the talent that will be available in rounds six, seven, and eight. Um, so Cam Akers, who I think somebody will jump on, but he's on the board. James Conner, Drake London, Rashad White, uh, Brandon Ayuk, Christian Kirk, Marcus Marquise Brown, David Montgomery, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson, James Cook. That's Jackson crazy. Smith, I might be able to get back Christian Kirk. George Pickens, the guy who's third wide receiver in his team. George Pickens, Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson is going to go in the first five rounds. I'm just going to be bold and say that. Uh, Jordan Love, Jordan Addison, Kenny Pickett, Brian Robinson. That's where I feel like I think the tier is Jordan Addison. (laughs) Then it starts getting scary. Maybe maybe it's it's Jahan Dotson. I think it's cleaner if it's Jahan Dotson. Uh, Well, George Pickett, yeah, I don't know. There's still another 20 guys after the first five rounds that are very solid starters. Um, and they will be going in the eighth round, most likely. Um, so be on top of it. Um, you know, you could see here that even me and Henry, who have very similar minds, have created like a, a weird situation where it's like we believe stuff won't happen. Like Daniel Jones is probably not going to go eighth. But just because of way things happened, it happened this time. Like this, when they give you like 91 times out of 100, this is what will happen. This is one of those times where it's the nine times that Daniel Jones gets selected eighth. And, you know, that's why you want to prep. You want to be fluid, be water. Um, You know, I have a plan. I have a plan where I want to draft certain positions that may not make sense. Like, I don't want to give it away, but like, there's some positions I want to go early after, and there's some I'm going to be like, I'm going to try to sit and wait on that. And because I think there's value there. But if the board breaks a different way, like, I just need to be aggressive and, and, and go for it. Um, I, yeah. I completely agree. If you, if you have the eighth pick in the draft or I, ninth pick in the draft, I'm not even that mock, mock yourself 
the first eight guys going that you want and then like do your worst case scenario thing like prepare for the worst case scenario because you'll be better prepared for it don't like be like oh man i thought i thought cmc was going to fall to me at 2-1 and it's like no like that, that's not going to happen so like just prepare your worst case scenarios and keep doing it like be like okay like my the next six guys on my board until my next pick are these guys so where would i go if this happens and then you can still draft your uh, CD Lamb. You can't not in this league. I'm just throwing it out there, but like you can still draft your CD Lambs and and them if they fall to you. But like I've been saying, like prepare for the worst. Prepare for that nine percent chance that it doesn't happen. Word. <laughs> All right, we're talked out. We're psyched. Uh, I am gonna go. Uh edit this post it tonight um i'm gonna be tired but i just want to get it out because we only have a short window um i will tell people in the chat that it's going to be posted tonight and listen to it first thing in the morning and uh hey let's make this chat lively if you want to call uh henry a bozo and uh me a, a scallywag um and and ray a cool cat go for it uh and, and if you call ray a cool cat definitely uh but um yeah get in the chat like comment on the podcast let's let's make this fun um yeah i uh i will tell you um you were gonna give me breeze hall i'm not taking breeze hall uh i do not just i i've talked about it a lot uh i just feel like i've said this i don't take knee, knee injury players until like four rounds after their adp so no worries. We gave Ravery's Hall. All right. Um, we will see you guys Friday night. Come hang on the hangouts. I know sometimes, I know like uh people are packing for vacation or Frank's on vacation. Uh, and if you're going to do the app, do the app. But come hang out. Um, oh, let me just run it down real quick. Here's how the draft I think will go. It's how it normally goes. Is we go in, um. We used to do it, but now it, it, it just doesn't happen. Um, I'd like to, to be in the Hangouts and people announce verbally their pick uh, and then select it in the app. Um, if for some reason you have fat thumbs, I have fat thumbs. You guys know because I have a lot of typos now. Can I write? Um, I'm a writer who is dyslexic. Uh, I've chosen a hard path. But I that's why I'm so empathetic for mistakes being made. If you click the wrong player... Scream as fast as you can that you made a mistake and we'll reverse it. I don't want I don't want like somebody going like this guy fell to me. Um like if that was gonna be your guy, like I just the quicker we can fix stuff, don't like don't be like, ah, it's fine. Just just say you made a mistake and we'll go back. That's also a, a big upside of just announcing it verbally. Then there's less tension if you click the wrong button. Um I also would like to be more comfortable with trades. I don't want to do it too often, but if you're in a position, I think like maybe you can do it twice or maybe three times where you go like, Hey, I don't like my pick. Does anybody want to trade it here? And we stop it for like 20 seconds. And if people want to step in, try to make a trade offer. Fine. If not, um, we'll just move on and you'll just have to make a pick. But let's, let's, um, let's meet, treat it like a truly live draft. We used to do live in person drafts, but once COVID hit and we kind of spread out, it's not really possible as much anymore. And we have 
at least three West Coasters, uh, raised in another country. Um, and then there's a bunch of Long Island boys. Um, so, uh, but yeah, let's make it live in the chat. If somebody makes a bad pick, don't be insulting, but you know, give him a hard time. If Brian takes three like Atlanta Falcons, like I tried to make him do, make fun of him. Um, so that's it. Uh, that's all I have to say. I love you guys. I, uh, I can't wait for this. I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited for football to start. I'm, I'm so looking for all of this. This is soul filling. Last year, it sucked for me because I had an issue with what happened. Uh, for the people who don't know, I'm not going to talk about it, but it sucked. This year, I've been filled with hype. I love all the new managers. They're all coming in with fire and heat, and I'm so excited for all this. So uh, these are my last words. I'll see you Friday. All right, see you Friday. Enjoy the rest of your week. Out. Welcome. Oh.